Welcome back to Humane Tech. I'm Jeffrey Kay, recording from the beautiful Pacific Northwest on the territorial land of the Chinook Nation and the Confederated Tribes of the Grand Ronde. I'm here to help you protect your personal privacy, security, and to get better use of technology. So I'm really perturbed today and it's, it's actually evening. It's the evening of Wednesday, February 23rd as I'm recording this. And I had planned on being in a point or at a point where I'd be editing this. But I'm going to keep this really short and sweet because I'm determined to stay on schedule with this podcast. So I'm just going to tell you about something that's happened over the past 24 hours. And if it's happened to two of my clients and I'm sure it's happening to hundreds if not thousands of companies worldwide. One company had an administrator account compromised. That account had a good password. As far as we know, um, that password hadn't been leaked, so the account had been somehow hacked, probably through some brute force attack, where somebody just you know, used automation to guess the password. But it did not have multi-factor authentication or two-factor authentication. And that account was used to create another account which almost succeeded in stealing a lot of money. My other customer was able to, uh, was compromised in such a way that uh, an account was used to steal money. And I don't have permission to talk about the details, so I'm not going to talk about the details. But the thing that was in common was neither of these accounts had two-factor authentication set up. And had that been set up, I can almost guarantee neither of these incidents would have happened. Saving pain, stress, frustration, not just mine. I mean, obviously I'm frustrated, but I'm frustrated on behalf of my customers because I've been talking about these additional security things that we can do to lock down our accounts. And either I haven't moved fast enough or pushed hard enough to get this done but it just it it has to be done and and now we're we're doing it uh one company already has several of their key employees already locked down this way the other one is going to be moving that way we're adding a bunch of other protections um they're more like warnings to hopefully help staff to see that things are going on before it becomes really bad but when it comes right down to it, when we can use multi-factor authentication on our email accounts, that's key because they are tied into so much of our lives. If you reset a password for an online account, it's likely that you get some sort of email that has you click on a link or otherwise authenticate who you are. Did you request this password change? Here's an email. Click on the link. It happens all the time. And if our email account is compromised and that link goes to the wrong person, then the wrong person can take over that account 
and who knows how many other accounts they can reset. That stupid email account that you don't care about that's not really all that important. If you use it as your main account password for your bank, your business, your other stuff, then it is important because it's the key to resetting your password at all of those sites. So if you don't think it's important, but hearing this, you believe that it might be a little bit more important, take the next step. All of these services that I'm about to list, Microsoft, including Outlook, Hotmail, Office 365, Microsoft 365, Google with Gmail and uh, Google Workspace, which used to be G Suite, Apple's iCloud accounts, their me.com accounts, Fastmail, ProtonMail, etc., 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 AOL, America Online. You still using an AOL account? Good for you, I say. Good for you. Stick with it. All of these systems allow you to get a code sent to your text messaging on your phone or an app like Google Authenticator or Authy or Microsoft Authenticator, or you can use a hardware token. And I've spoken about this. There's an early episode, I think it's episode two uh, or three about multi-factor authentication. And I talk a lot about this. And if you just set that up, a criminal can have your username and your password, but if they don't have access to your phone that gets the code, they can't log in. And if you don't give them the code, they can't log in. So it's a lot more difficult. Depending on the research you read, it's 60 to 90% more difficult with multi-factor authentication. It's not 100%. Multi-factor or two-factor authentication, it's the same thing. In, in you know, security people are going to say, eh, it's not the same thing. It is. For daily life, we're talking about two-factor authentication. One factor is your username and password. That's a kind of authentication. The code that you get is a second kind of authentication. I'm not going into the weeds here. Go back to episode two or three, read that, or listen to that, and you'll get the, the details. Um, or send me an email, and I'll give you more details. I'm happy to. The point is, having two-factor authentication, requiring that code be sent and typed in when you log in to your important email account, your f uh, financial accounts, so your bank accounts, uh, your 401k, your IRA, your health insurance, if you can, your utility bill accounts. Um, some of these utilities, it, it's so awful. I mean, one of the utilities I have to deal with has such awful security. I'm, at least it's just bill pay, right? I mean, the, the worst somebody's going to be able to do, <laughs> likely, is uh, pay my utility bill for me. So I guess that's okay. Um, I hope they don't cancel my service. I, I like to have those utilities. But if an account, an online system gives you the ability to use two-factor authentic two authentication, please use it. 
I'm probably not going to edit this podcast episode much because I want you to hear the frustration and the, I hope, passion that I have for this. And I'm definitely not going to let this go up to 10 minutes. I'm at you know, like eight and a half minutes already on this rant. But it's so, it, it's not a big change to your life. I'm going to say it's, it's so simple. It's maybe not all that simple. It's another thing you have to do. It's another step. Oh, and let me be clear, two-step authentication. If it's sending you a code, great. I don't care what it's called. Two-factor, two-step, multi-factor. Have them do something else other than ask for your password. And while we're at it, those security questions, I know I've talked about it before. I'll talk about it again. If it asks who is your best friend in elementary school and you say it's Joe and 50 people know it's Joe and people on Facebook know that it's Joe, then don't answer Joe. Answer Dweezil or um, I love bacon. Who cares what the answer is? Don't make it real. If it's real and people can look it up, it's not a security answer. Companies should not be asking these stupid questions anymore anyway. Anyway, use two-factor authentication. I'm going to record an extra episode (laughs) before next week that's not such a rant. Let's go be safe. Protect your stuff. Protect each other. Be well. And I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening. Look for our next episode in about a week. For more information, please go to monazakuritech.com slash podcast or check out the links in our show notes. Montezacuri is an anti-racist company. All of our communications, business practices, and personal behaviors actively reflect our commitment to creating a more just, equitable, and humane world for all. Have a great week.